Welcome to Tea Time with Shaylee and Amber. I'm Shaylee Evans, and I'm a life coach for pets and their people. I'm a truth seeker, and it's my passion to empower others and to give animals a voice along the way. I'm Amber Lydic, and I have been a performance horse trainer focused on behavioral issues for over 20 years. My current passion is creating impactful in-person and online events and collaborating with professionals to be on the leading edge of positive change in the horse industry. We are two friends invested in theta healing, belief system work, animal communication, and any resources that benefit human-animal partnerships. So turn up the volume and let's dive into the Great Awakening, brought to you by Our Horses. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We are happy to be back. It's been a hot minute since we recorded a live podcast, just the two of us. Um, I don't even know what our last podcast was. I think we released some sort of guest podcast. So that's fun. (laughs) I'm sure you loved it. Sure. You loved it. Um, yeah, so we're back today as usual. Don't know what we're talking about, but we're excited to be here. I guess I want to dive into a little experience that I had last weekend that was so introspective. I don't know what to say about it. I dabbled in a little plant medicine and went on a little ride with the universe. And to give you a little perspective of how it was, as soon as I started feeling it, I'm like trying to think of how to, I'm like, how do I describe my journey? I was so excited because finally I, well, because for my birthday, that's like, I did the same thing and I was texting you and I was like, I wish you have done this before because I'm trying to explain with my words and my fingers. And I know that until you do this, you're not going to understand me all the way. So I'm so excited to be able to be like, (laughs) yeah. And man, I feel like my life is like so different now. The first thing that I like told my husband when it hit me was, oh my gosh, the earth is like a giant puppy dog and like we're all and that sounds so funny to say but it's like and it's so funny because I I felt the part of me that was kind of like tripping a little bit and then I felt the part of me that like could feel the truth in what I was saying and it was so conflicting and interesting and like it it was so wild because I could just see like sacred geometry everywhere I could see like the grass moving in so many different ways I could see like how everything was interconnected it was so interesting to me but the cool part was that I was so intentional about it when I went into the process that I was like I want to expand my consciousness to understand the truth in all things like what is the truth in my horses what's the truth in myself what's the truth about life and death and God or whatever. So like I I got really clear about it. And the trippiest thing to me was that my horses like knew. They knew. Like as soon as I got into like that higher state of consciousness, they all like came over and were like snorting and looking at me and they looked so different. And then I went into their little herd environment or their little pasture. And I literally felt integrated in the herd. Like, of course, I'm an animal communicator and I've connected with animals for a hot minute now, but this was like next level. Like I was able to experience what it was like to really be a horse and to see things from their perspective and to understand why they were like 
scared of me, but also why they were curious. And then I saw into the depths of like their souls and the work that they're doing like for me and with me in this lifetime. It was, it was wild. Um, yeah, it was wild. You know, what's interesting is that, um, my logo is a person and a horse, but also there's a plant. And I had always said that, like, wouldn't it be interesting to be able to integrate plant medicine at some level in with the horses and the work that I was already currently doing? And we did, in fact, one time have um, a session with my herd that usually does the mirror sessions. And we had a friend of mine who guides um, people on journeys like that with breath work and um and it was interesting that I had to turn back into a facilitator and and change things around a little bit but it was interesting that they their their reaction to us was very different like they knew there was something different happening also she had her didgeridoo and they weren't just for <laughs> anyone out there thinking that your horse is gonna be down with a didge they aren't I mean, there was one that they were okay with, but the other ones, they were like, this is a hard no, absolutely not. You know, Flirt ran in and like the minis were like, what's that? And he was like, no, I don't know what it is. Nobody's <laughs> going over there. So it was just such an interesting thing to kind of toy with. But the difference in being like in that space and being intentional before you go into it and like younger years when I used to do it, it was like you were trying to escape. You know what I mean? Like everything's so hard. I just want to like forget everything. And and then I didn't do it for a really long time and then moved back into it. And it was like, oh, I can ask the questions that I ask when I go into a meditation or when I do breath work or whatever. And it feels like your ego is kind of steps aside and you get to connect with the truth of it without all of the other chatter and I feel like the last time for my birthday, I had um like a list of questions that I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and ask mm -hmm. my guides and my higher self without my little chattery ego going, nope, that's not right. That's not the way it is. That's not the way life is set aside. And I was like, oh my gosh, and this, and oh my gosh, oh yeah. And like, I just remember I like fell off the planet. And then when I got back to my phone, everybody had been texting me like happy birthday and stuff. And I, um... <laughs> And I got to your text message and I was like, my fingers don't work right now, but there's so many things that I know now. <laughs> and so when I got your text message, I was like, yes, um, <laughs> because it is so, it is so interesting to be able to have conversations with yourself, which sounds insane. Um, mm -hmm. and your guides without the humanness that is experienced yeah. all the things in the 3d world that lens, it kind of goes away and you're like, what's more and that plant medicine stays with you. Like you're talking about things that are old and so intelligent and wise and you get the information from them, especially if you're really intentional where you get them from. It's almost like it lives within you after that. And it's hard to explain beyond that. <laughs> yeah. I remember texting you and telling you, I think my first text to you was I know everything. And then like, I knew that I like, didn't have to explain it any further to you. Like I, I was just like, she'll know what I mean. And then I was worried that I was, I was like, am I going to forget all of this? And you were like, no, it's going to stay with you. And it totally did. I remember exactly how it felt, exactly how everything looked like I, I was able to fully embody that experience and carry it with me. And just the perspectives, like if I was telling the people in our membership, 
the one thing, like if I got anything from that, there's not even just one gift, but I was diving into fear and like the truth around fear, how fear affects us, the stories we have around it. And I realized that only affirming what you do want is so important because I had so many opportunities when I was in that altered state of changing my perspective of seeing something one way and becoming so emotionally sad about something. And then just hearing that inner voice of like, this is your current perspective. Now look at it from this way. And I'd be instantly snapped out of it. Totally happy seeing the beauty, seeing the love and everything. And my horses tested it out for me. Like I was hanging out with them and Biggie started biting me. And I was like, don't bite me. And he's like, well, I'm only biting you because you exist in the vibration of me biting you. Like you're asking for it with your vibration through your insecurity. And so I was like, okay. So I just like Mm -hmm. closed my eyes for a second, created the security around me. And then all of a sudden, like everyone was just kind of hanging out with me and no one was touching me. And I had this boundary and, um, my husband, like he was sick and it was so interesting. Like he, he got like a virus or something. And, um, I kept looking at him and all I could see was the sickness. And I was like, Oh my God, you're so sick. I was like, you're pale, you're white, you're meek. Like I just kept looking at him and I was like, Oh my God. Like, I was like, Oh, you're like withering away. And I was so weirded out. And like, I was like bawling my eyes out. And of course him in his normal state, he was like, he was like, okay, like this is a little freaky. Um, and then like that voice in my head was like, you're choosing to see this because you asked to know the truth about fear. And one of your fears is like losing your husband and loss. And so I had to go off by myself and experience what it would feel like to have loss on one end and what it would feel like to feel supported on the other end through that loss. And also the truth about loss, which is there is no loss, which was so wild. Um, and I just felt like the vastness of the universe. It was so interesting, but I just saw how everything was affirmed in an instant. And when I like, when I think about it now, I'm just like, I will never talk about what I don't want ever again, as long as I'm consciously aware of it, because it's instantly affirmed. I don't even know how to explain it to people. It's instantly affirmed. And we talk about that too, with Abraham Hicks, how we follow them. And they say like, as soon as you ask for something, it's in your vibrational escrow and you become in alignment with it or not. And I got like the depths of that in this experience. And I also got the depths of, what would you call it when you see like three different things, mind, body, spirit, but like, I feel like there's a word that I need you to create around it. Where <laughs> I need to create I words like, now. Yeah, create a word around it because <laughs> I hugged Justin and I could feel the part of him that deeply loved me and wanted to be there for me. Then I could feel the sickness in his body and how his bones were heavy and how he needed to lay down. Like that's what his body needed. His soul needed to be there for me. His body needed to lay down. His mind kind of wanted to be on the couch, but then also kind of wanted to be with me. And it was so wild because I felt all of those things at once and was like, so what do I, do I ask for what I need? 
because I know what he's sacrificing if I ask for that. And then I was like, but he also has free will. So like he would leave if he could, but then also he wouldn't because that like broader part of him loves me and he wants to stay here. So like he would choose to sacrifice the things that he wants to stay with me. So like, am I selfish if I ask him to stay here? It was so weird. I went through like an entire dialogue around that and like, yeah. But how do you feel about that? I think if you go back to the basis of like our entire existence of people that we have that we work with in our membership or in any of our programs are always people that want to give and struggle with receiving. So if you think about your focus on free will and how you've been talking about free will and what it is, and he has free will and you said it yourself. So it's like this decision of, I'm going to ask what I need for right now and also be able to receive it if he says, I want to stay here with you, knowing that you're seeing his body and you talk about this with horses all the time. You're seeing his body from your perspective of what sickness is and what it needs, but he is in the current moment and, you know, you have a lot of animals that will not even bring up things that are quote unquote wrong with them because in the current moment they're living in, that's not the most important thing to them and they don't necessarily focus on it's not relevant to them. So even with other humans, you know, like depending on, I mean, I feel like I've been sick here, there, all the things, right? But I've still gone and done taking care of the kids or got them school. And while I was t doing all that, I didn't necessarily feel bad. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, oh, this is horrible. It was just like, oh, I'm just doing this thing. My body's not maybe at 100%, but that's okay. You know, it doesn't need to be right now. So it's about like staying in that receiving mode um, and then remembering, yeah, he has free will. He needs to be able to take care of himself and if he doesn't there's a lesson in that for him <laughs> i mean like, you know what i mean it's like i'm gonna ask for what i need but also be open to if he's like i need to go sleep or i need to go lay down you being able to stay in that space of okay that's fine with me like i can be okay with that mm -hmm. yeah that's such a good way to look at it and what's interesting is that was so conflicting for me too when I was going through the lessons of free will because I took it you know how I am like I just take things to like the depths of the depths so like I couldn't have just stayed at like oh he has free will to leave or not then I was like oh, he has free will to stay sick and he has free will to die if he wants to and he has free will to do all and then I was like and I and I was like sobbing my eyes out and I was like and I just have to be okay with you making those decisions and like I have absolutely no choice and but it was crazy because once I got through the depth of that for me like once I really affirmed that lesson and I was like okay I see truly what free will is at the very very depths of it when I was done with the emotional part and like that part, because I think when you learn stuff like that and it's also tied into your ego, like that part of you kind of dies. It's weird. It feels like a death. I had to like mourn it. Oh. I had to mourn those like, yeah, it was so interesting. Um, yeah, because people and then, do that, they do that all the time with their animals, right? It's like the weight of the world is falling onto if this horse is or animal in general and is okay or not determines whether or not I will be okay like and actually what's interesting mm -hmm. is that we're kind of um, this is like almost our year anniversary of the podcast and 
I was toying with an app that like slices out little chunks of them to create, you know, little, um, little pieces of content. And one of the things that it pulled out of our very first episode was that realization that when animals come and they have these lessons for us and we have these experiences, usually it bumps up against our human egos. And that's where people get a little bit hung up on like, do I really want to know what my animal is thinking? What if I don't like it? What if I don't like the lesson? Mm -hmm. And then even me going diving really deep into alchemy because obviously I changed my entire business name like two years ago because it came to me in dream time. I woke up and I was like, this is the new name. You guys, okay, just being really honest. I literally was like, yeah, alchemy is like turning, you know, like coal into gold. Like it's like shitty stuff into better stuff. That's totally what I do. I had no idea there was this, (laughs) this is so embarrassing. I had no idea there was this entire realm of like spiritual alchemy (laughs) until like two days ago. (laughs) And so like the first part of it is going into the fire, burning away the things that aren't truth, everything that reemerges after. So you, I think I sent you a screenshot when you were talking about that and that one journey or dream, um, you had the serpent come or the snake come. And I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. look at this picture. But it really is this like death of these old versions of you and everything that's old that you've taken on, any programming dies away. Any of these attachments that you have to life and death beginning and end, you know, a sickness and health, all of these, like all of this duality that we live in. It's like, you have to go through this burning away of the things that are not truth. And then the, de- the detaching from, yeah, that's crazy. Cause that's the human experience. We get attached to the people we love. I have a lot of deathy type things going on around me. So it's weird for me to have dived in the last two days and then had that conversation with you when I'm learning all these things about people around me. We had someone transition and somebody with cancer. And it's like, I don't feel the depth of the loss or not as much as I would have been before. And it also made me question, I was like, am I just shut down? Like, have I gone through all of this just to become shut down again? Or is it because I have an expanded understanding of what all of it is, but also I don't want to test it because I'm sure if one of my actual animals in my home or somebody like in my immediate <laughs> circle, right, that always gets tested when it's someone so close to you. Um, yeah. It's such a wild experience. So, yeah, because every time I have to end up at the vet, I'm like, <laughs> like but everything else, like, I, I'm good. Like, until, you know, so I'm always like. Clear, cancel, delete. Like, I don't need to know. Um, I don't need to have the experience in my life to understand the lessons from it. Like, I got it. Don't worry, universe. Mm-hmm. Like, not right now, please. <laughs> Thank you. We're good. Ugh. Oh, God. I know. The whole freaking free will thing. That's really tripping me up. And it's it trips me up in the healing work, too. Although what's really cool. So obviously, like we learn about free will in Theta where um like you are witnessing them doing the work and I'm always someone well my business has been based on people coming to me they want answers and they want me to deliver the answers that they need to hear from their animal and I'm moving into this space now where I'm integrating the person and having to help the person like ask their own questions and integrate their own questions and 
their own medicine within the session. And it's such an interesting thing because I can see what needs to shift and I can also see when the person is not ready and there's nothing you can do about that. And like the, the real truth around free will is like, if we were just very blunt about it, it's like, you can kick and scream and do whatever you want to do when you disagree with somebody. And it is going to make absolutely no (laughs) difference. Like when I went on that journey, I was like, how can I change myself in a million ways to see this in a perspective that will make this person understand and change what they like? I wanted to like change an outcome. And it was like, no, like (laughs) you, there's nothing that matters more than your relationship with self, than tending to your own vibrational energy, which we know all of this. And we've been talking about all of this since we have started talking but it was just cool to get that like that affirmation that that like really got anchored in when I went on that experience because I was like, oh my gosh, this, I wanted to see it for myself. I wanted to see the truth in that. And I really got that, which is cool. And I wanted to see the truth around just um, like, so I, I met with Denise Byron and she told me that this year for me is all about expanding my capacity for miracles. And she also told me that I was born with an innate attunement to other people's suffering. And it's so interesting to me because when I first went into the experience after I was like, Oh, wow, this is so cool. Immediately. Mm -hmm. So many like negative things. Like it was almost like, I felt like I was having to start. I was starting to have a bad trip, except for I was consciously aware that that wasn't true. I was just processing the truth of like, suffering and the truth of what I came here for. And so I never felt out of control or panicking. I was just like, oh my God, I'm feeling this on the deepest levels. And I really do. It was a cool perspective for me because I was like, wow, I really do see the suffering first. And I have to work hard to get out of that suffering mindset and actually see the positive too. So that was like super helpful. And then, um, I tell Amber this all the time because when we do the theta work, you're like witnessing healing and there's things that you can shift for the person and theoretically like instant healing, like be able to take someone up into a state of consciousness and like heal a broken bone or whatever. Like that's like legitimately a thing. There's like, there's evidence of that. If you guys listen to, oh wait, we haven't released Sunny's podcast. At some point you will, Sunny Bain talks about Um, a preacher who did healing work and healed her broken femur. Um, So like I, I have seen evidence, but I'm also like such a Taurus and such a like learner. And I'm like, I have to know it for myself. Like, do I even believe in miracles? Do I even, Um, which is funny because of the work that I do. But anyway, so (laughs) I was able to like take my husband up into the light and like witness his body healing. And, um, I was also just able to see, you know, what's funny though, is like, he didn't get better. Like he stayed coughing and stuff like that. But I just knew that whatever he had was neutralized, that I was in the vibration to where I couldn't get it. Like I couldn't get sick. And then I knew that it was like, exacerbated by an allergy which is weird and then he went to the doctor and they kind of confirmed all of that so it's interesting 
going back to free will because I was like, you're healed. And I was like seeing all the energy going into his body. And like he released the emotions and healed that aspect, but it still didn't alter the sickness. Yet I was left with a different perspective of belief around it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. And also to go back to that piece of in sessions, not just giving the answer, like that's the thing is like you can see from the outside perspective the entire picture I can go into journeys and I can see a lot of things but I know just like the animals don't really hand forward everything you feel necessarily because they know that their people aren't it's not the time for that lesson yet you know what I mean they can't hear it yet so I'm Mm -hmm. not going to bring it up I'm going to bring what's relevant and what they can receive right now and I think the importance of being able to go let us set you up even all of our workshops in the membership like everywhere it's always like let's set you up to be able to discover this on your own because it's all about handing your power back like everyone is a healer like that's not like some special mm-hmm. fancy thing you come to the planet like okay you get to be a healer and you get to not be you get to be damaged you know it's like no, we're all healers <laughs> You just need to be in the space of people that show you your capacity to do that for yourself. And it's so much more sustainable and so much more potent when you figure out that you can do that for yourself and that the only thing we're doing is just being witness to that. And then also, even within the Facebook group, having people share, like, you know what's so cool about our membership? The Facebook group is the raddest part, I think, but also is that the responses that people give each other now. I'm like, I don't even need to go in there. Like, that's perfect. It's so I know. Cool to watch how everyone can tap in and they don't even second guess it. Like, well, I don't know. Let's wait for Shaylee or Amber. It's like everyone is to the point, especially the OG members that have been in there for a year now, um, are so tapped in and they feel so confident in sharing. And it's so safe and it's crazy. And I love it. But it goes back to because they, you spend enough time going with mentors that are saying like, you don't need us, but we're going to show you kind of what we've learned and we'll show you how to find it. And we trust that you are going to find it. We can see that you can, you'll see it. Like, don't worry. Um, And it's been really, really wild. But also what I learned as far as the emotional healing and the reason things come in, and then also the 3D physical body having to finish the healing was around mm-hmm. like the parasites for me. Yeah, we haven't done a podcast for a long time. Um, I don't know if we ever talked about this part. This was supposed to be short. Okay, let me be short. Um, that I was feeling really drained and really tired. And like I was really pushing through, like I was getting stuff done, but I was it was like moving through mud. And I felt like that a few years ago. Uh, and when I had gone through a lot of different tests and stuff, they diagnosed me with an autoimmune thing, which I now know comes from uh, uh, heavy metal overload and parasite overload. Those a lot of times will be diagnosed as anti, or, um, what did I say? What is it? Autoimmune. Autoimmune. Anti-immune. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I went to my person who I went to before who like cleared my shit up in like two days, no, two weeks. Um, and I had been sick for like six months. So I went back to her and she was like, have you been okay? And I was like, I'm just a little bit tired, but I mean, pretty much good. Like, just want to do a little checkup. And she was like, Ton- like heavy parasite load, babe. Like, let's do a thing. So I've been on this pretty gentle cleanse uh, over a year, no, over a month now, over a year. Um, <laughs> and I will tell you within the t- first two weeks, I was like, oh my God, I can do things again. 
Like you just get used to living in this state of, you know, so the parasites, the heavy metals, the things, but I realized when, what are parasites energetically for coming from like a theta standpoint and talking about emotions and people not respecting boundaries, you having loose boundaries, not even saying boundaries and having people pull from you, take from you and you letting it happen either consciously or unconsciously. I was like, I feel like I've really like cleaned that part up when I had a session with uh, Rochelle and she was like, you have, but I was like, is it just now the physical things that are residual need to be dealt with? And she's like, absolutely. Will that happen again? Not like it did before because you're not energetically letting that piece happen, but you still are dealing with the physical aspect of what has happened, what has manifested because of. And so I was like, oh, oh, that makes sense. Like all of these years of me doing this, of course, like your body's like, I can't just, you know, maybe it can, maybe I'm just not there yet. But there was a physical clearing that needed <laughs> to happen. And we even talked about fevers and talked about viruses and how if you're constantly doing a cleanse, when your body meets up, your immune system meets up with a virus or something like that, the amount of fever you have to have to clear out what needs to be cleared out is much less. So I think that's why you don't get as sick when you're constantly in mm. that space of doing the clearing. There's so many gross things with, you know, the products that we use, what we take in, even the air we breathe, the water we drink, like it's everywhere. So it's mm -hmm. like my thing now is like if I can have some level of energetic hygiene and also physical stuff that I'm putting in my body to help that, then and probably when I bump up against a virus or whatever, I won't get as sick. Um, so it's just interesting yeah. to have like the both sides of it, the belief system side. And then, oh, but physically, we still have stuff left over from what you've done to yourself. See, and that's where I get kind of stuck because, you know, I just go down these deep dives and then <laughs> someone's like, okay, well, everything is linked to an emotion. And so every single thing like so like in theta specifically because that's been like my year-long little quest now and I love it and I love looking at the emotions and how we attract things into our lives and stuff it's like all law of attraction-y stuff and so you take the emotion out of it and then you should be able to have an instant healing and if not there's more belief work that has to be around that and it's just so like it's been a difficult process for me to be like okay, there can be an instant healing. Well, prove it, prove it. Mm -hmm. I want to know. I want to like, yeah. I want the universe to like prove it to me. And then mm -hmm. that is within itself is like resistance towards mm -hmm. it. And yeah. So thinking about it as like the physical body still having to go through its motions and stuff. And you know, what's so funny too, it's Justin and I just this morning, like where he is like having all this sinus pain. So I was like, let's go like into the higher consciousness and see what it has to say. And like, so we're talking to it, we're releasing the pain, we're releasing emotions around it and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, now like see it and what does it need? And he goes, and I hear in my mind, just needs time. And then he goes, yeah, all I'm getting is that it just needs a little time. And I was like, ah, what? Like, why can't it? I like, couldn't accept that. I was like, why couldn't it just instantly heal? If that is a so-called thing, uh, <laughs> allegedly, alleged. like, why? He's, a, he's yeah. alleged instant healing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why 
does it need time then? Like, what is that even? So it is good to hear from your perspective. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's just where, body. well, that's just where I'm at right now in my human journey. Who this knows? Where like, I'm at too. I yeah. Think. Someone else. I mean, maybe us in a year would be like, yeah, cared bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know, but where we're at right now, we are still like, prove it instant healing, prove it, which I do think is resistance to it and why it's not happening, but that's okay. Cause that's just where we're at. And that's fine too. So what I have been able to come to is that piece of it will be less likely for you to take on a bunch of that because you now don't let people pull from you, drain from you. I have very strong boundaries around things and I feel great about them. Um, So I I don't think that that will be something that I have to deal with moving forward is what what I'm told. (laughs) We'll see. That makes sense. We'll see. (laughs) We'll keep you guys posted. It's a journey over here. You guys are just along for the ride with us, especially if you're in our membership. You're really deeply along for the ride. If you oh, want yeah. to be deeply along for the ride, then join our membership because we talk about those things uh, on a more in-depth level in lives, you know, just inspired thoughts. <laughs> um, so come hang out with us in the membership. Is there anything else you feel like we need to talk about? Nope. Just we'll put the link. The link for the membership and it's all of, in all of our podcasts now. Thanks to our lovely <laughs> assistant. Um, definitely the membership, and also reminding people if you're in the membership, you get first dibs on a lot of the um, offerings that we have coming up. We have our awakening with the Salt River coming up. I have a feeling that's going to sell it really fast. And so we are releasing it 24 hours for the members ahead of when we release it for the public. But I don't think that the public will get their hands on it. So if it's something you're interested in, I know we'll put the link in. And then if you are a member by the 14th, you'll have access to be able to. It's just going to be like, okay, it's open. (laughs) Whoever gets in. (laughs) Um, Because we're keeping the number very small. We are. gonna do that we're gonna go to tempe arizona we have rooms reserved for this little ranch on the river we're gonna connect with all the elements we've got some little ceremonies that we have planned for you guys spend some time with the salt river mustangs at the salt river um a lot of cool stuff very small group after that um march we have barn boundaries coming up maybe actually by the time this episode comes out yeah, March is first. The signups for Mustang stuff is 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 on the 14th and the 15th for the public. Um, but the barn boundaries is going to be the 23rd of March. But I think by the time this episode airs, which is tomorrow, uh, we'll have a link for you if you guys want to join in on the barn the boundary conversation, because that's just a hot topic. Yeah. Especially if you don't want parasites, mm-hmm. you want boundaries <laughs> for its <laughs> for inspiration. Um <laughs> I will just go ahead and commit to making sure there's a link by tomorrow morning. Um, If you guys want to join the barn boundary conversation, we're going to have a little group. We'll have some discussions. We'll have a couple, either one or two, you know, free trainings around boundaries. Like what is a boundary though, actually? And why do we want boundaries? And the workshop we're going to have is on the 23rd of March. And it's going to be very in-depth diving, deep diving into where are the boundaries you need them in your life? How do you word mm-hmm. them how do you align with them energetically and fucking practicing those with people that can be on the receiving end because i think that's the one thing that's missing like to have you ever just rehearsed 
what a boundary sounds like and had feedback from someone else to say, I don't believe it, you know, and how do we find the belief in the boundary you're about to state so that it's heard and received from the other person? Um, barn boundaries, because mm -hmm. we know we have trainers, we have vets, we have farriers, we have little barn culture. That's it's sometimes it's a little wild out there. So that'll be the, the other thing that we have for you. So check the show notes, but we'll be talking about it all the way up until then so you'll get plenty of chances um so i think that's it yeah. but the membership you should join it because it's actually kind of phenomenal it's the best <laughs> it is it's the actually best. the best <laughs> all right see you guys all right. later